Hey, 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 and welcome to Insurance Town. I'm Demetri Sheeran and the host of this podcast. Guys, super excited you're going to be here because I've got my good friend Chris Green coming on again. I think for the fourth time, I think we decided. Uh, but he had some really good stuff that we were talking about off air. I was like, we got to get this on the show. So he talks about some really cool stuff here with reverse engineering and with story brand. And we talk about neuron content writing. I mean, we, we get into all kinds of cool stuff and what he's doing and just his story alone, just inspirational to me. And so uh, I love the guy. And so uh, this is a different conversation. We get in some really cool stuff. So really strap in and get ready because there's a lot of learning on this one. Um, before I get into it, I got to talk to you about my sponsors, uh, my good friends over at smart choice, the fastest growing agency network, uh, hands down. And, uh, they're almost 10,000 members now, or maybe over that by now. And they're just continuing to grow because they are invested in our space. They are invested in our agency force. They're invested in our industry and they want to help you to be the best that you can be. And I love having them as a sponsor and uh, they're here for you. So whether you need one market or a hundred markets, don't be afraid to reach out to them. Go to the website, smartchoiceagents.com, and then um, click on find a market and then go to the map, find your state, and then click on that state. You can find everything you need to know, what markets they have, who the territory manager is, what they've got going on in that state. Uh, There's so much there. Go to that. Tell them the mayor sent you. Uh, You'll be so glad that you did. Also, uh, my good friends over at Canopy Connect uh, had Toga on the show uh, recently and uh, did such a great job. Um, he's just they're a game changer. The one-click solution to get the deck pages you need to quote your prospect. Go to usecanopy.com backslash Heath. Get a demo, get a discount. Guys, if you haven't done that yet, at least go using backslash Heath and get a demo and get a discount. That discount's a big deal. Uh, the demo, check it out. Uh, it's everybody, 100% of the people that I've talked to from my show that have joined up with Canopy Connect are 100% satisfied. I mean, 100% satisfied. And you've got to go check it out. Usecanopy.com backslash Heath. Get your demo. Get a discount. You're going to love it. Uh, also, Lastly, uh, before I get to the show, and then you know, I'll talk about some more about my sponsors in the uh, mid-roll, but uh, CoverDesk. CoverDesk is phenomenal, uh, what they do for, uh, for agencies all over the country uh, is unreal uh, because they train up VAs, virtual assistants, to come into your agency and become a part of your culture. They become a part of your team. They know our space. They know your management systems. They know your carrier logins. They know your stuff. They know how to navigate uh, the space in which they operate, uh, whether it's doing quotes for you, whether it's sending out certificates, whether it is whatever it might be. They're ready to go. Uh, you teach them the way you guys do it at your agency, and they'll jump right in and get it done. And they're so eager. And uh, I've worked with three or four virtual assistants myself uh, personally, and uh, they are so smart, so quick, and they love to to work with agencies. Uh, they will love to be involved in these things. And so uh, they're just phenomenal. Coverdesk.com. Tell Andy that I sent you. Tell the team I sent you. Coverdesk.com. Coverdesk.com. Phenomenal. Uh, I, I can't talk highly enough about all of my sponsors, but I, I, I do love Coverdesk. Thank you uh, for being a sponsor, Andy. Uh, so, guys, uh, I told you earlier, I got my friend Chris Green back in the show. We were just having a conversation via text. And I was like, man, we got to get this on the show. 
uh, it's so timely what he's talking about uh, in the hard market. And he talks about some, some really cool concepts, sit back, relax and enjoy my conversation with Chris green, my main man, Chris green. What's going on, brother? What's up, man? Thanks for having me back on. Yeah, dude. Uh, there's a race between you and Toga now. See who can be, who's been on the most, but, uh, I'll just I slash think, it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, there you go. But you're the, one of the most requested people I have when I get emails, people say it. I'm always like, man, I've already had him on like three times. And so, but it's good to have you back on, man. Uh, Thanks for having me, man. As I said, I'm excited to be back on. Man, you, I love that snazzy jacket you're rocking there. Uh, when I release the video, people are like, oh my gosh, that is a nice jacket. You know, as I said, it was an accident. You know, it doesn't really match my brands. I'm all about the brand colors, but I wanted yeah. something popped. I really wanted something kind of stuck out in some of our videos. So, uh, you know, I thought it was kind of good. It goes with the black. Yeah. It's solid, man. I like it. I had to downsize. You know, my waist size is down six inches in the last six weeks. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And so I had to go and buy all these new clothes because I'm the smallest I've been since high school. Man, there's something going on there. It's like, are you doing this on purpose or is this a, a health? No, I had congestive heart failure back in November. Oh. Uh, I had a low, uh, low carb reaction. Um, blood flow to my heart stopped from my legs. I lost the feeling of my legs and my feet. Uh, thankfully I got to the hospital in time. They told me I had about possibly seven days to live, had or not. Oh. But what happened as a result, it fast forwarded my diabetes about 25 years. Oh, wow. Was, uh, bleeding blood vessels in my eyes, took all the vision in my left eye, took 40% of the vision in my right eye. And I've had to have shots put in my eyes every month up until last month to get my vision back. And I finally got all my vision back now. And then I was wow. recently with chronic kidney disease as a result of all this. That caused me to lose about 60 pounds in six weeks. Wow. Man, uh, that's inspirational that you're here today. You're still rocking and rolling. Things are still, you probably hadn't skipped much of a beat with the business. So let me ask you this on a personal level. Like we we're trying to catch up here live on the podcast. So uh, talking about all of this, does it make you think differently about just life in general? I can cut some of this if I need to. But does it make you think differently about life in general? Do you live life a little bit differently now that you've been through some of this? Well, I do, but... Not necessarily living it differently, but say with my family, but also, hey, how do we protect our team members? What yeah. happens to a small business when the business owner goes down? Yeah. How do you protect that income? What does the process look like to keep the business going? Because as business owners, you know, we're impatient entrepreneurs. We're wanting to do everything ourselves. But what happens when we can't do everything ourselves? Right. Makes me think about things like that. But yeah, that also makes me think long term of, what things in the business do I need to let go of so I can be here for my family? Yeah. Where is that work-life balance? As you know, Chris Perry Deuce and a lot of people say there isn't really a work-life balance, but it's being the moment. And so that's something I really try to focus on. I tell people, hey, I, I work in seven time zones. So I only work 10 to 3. I just do it twice a day. And you, <laughs> 4.30, I'm shutting it down, softball games and all that stuff. And I'm picking it back up usually 10.30 at night. Yeah. That's funny. You do it twice. Um so do you have like a, a either a personal or a business like bucket list that you have things like you want to get accomplished that have you thought about anything like that? Yeah, like I was just saying right now with this implementing story brand, that's what I'm focused on. I'm focused on, hey, what's gonna get us to the next five hundred thousand dollars in revenue per year? Yeah. And, and so I'm many stories, so. every process, you yeah. know, website, how we interact with customers from an email to a phone call to a text. What does that messaging look like? how we focused on that problem and really obsessing over all those things and teaching our team how to deal with these situations um, as we go through this. 
Man, and I want to get into some of that too here in a few minutes. But before we do, I do want to take a quick walk. You've been here. Most of the audience knows you. But we may have grown an audience since the last time you were on. So why don't you catch you us up a little bit? That Manscaped sponsorship. I know you've picked up a lot of people there. We have. It's been fantastic. I actually have people that don't even aren't in the insurance business that listen. But uh, it's afforded me this, you know, a studio and whatnot. But so talk to me about what you've been up to in the last year or so. I mean, there's been some changes. Um, there's been some things going on. You've released some new stuff on the website. And as you mentioned, you've been through some stuff personally. But what's been going on with you lately? Catch us you up. No, I've been through a lot personally. And I said it's kind of helped me to really reorganize the company. You know, what do we want to do long term? What do we want to be? You know, who do we want to target? What what does our company not look like tomorrow, but what does our company look like in the next 10 years? And what are we doing today to get us to that goal in the next 10 years? Yeah. So as I said, that's why, you know, I've started implementing StoryBrand, completely redoing our website, putting more money into our website. I mean, we're probably going to end up putting about $50,000 on our website when we're done with StoryBrand, uh, because that's how dedicated we are to not just building our website for each audience, but how do you solve the problem for each audience? How do you really clarify the message and simplify the things all the way down to redesigning our logo of, hey, when you look at our logo, do you know exactly how we solve the problem? How does it transition to every, all our other messaging, our YouTube channel, all this different stuff? And that's the stuff that I'm really obsessing over and working with not just one, but five of our story brand coaches and two of our YouTube coaches as we roll all this stuff out. Wow. You have been super busy. And so how many verticals are you working in right now? Is it five or six, you said? or Well, it's, of course, it's the flood insurance. You know, we're a retail yeah. agent, wholesaler. Uh, as much as I hate the word, we're really an MGA as well. Then we've got our continuing education company, which is called the Flood Professor, where we're teaching continuing education, insurance agents, real estate agents, and loan officers across the country. And then I've also got our flood consulting company, where we do retainers with investors when they're looking at buying properties, showing them, hey, what's the flood risk look like today? What's it look like in five years? How's that going to impact my profit? Yeah. And then, of course, yeah. doing zone changes. And um, we also help people build houses and when we when they build them. We show them how to build them out of the flood zone to minimize the flood risk and increase their property value. Now, how much of that, uh, is that all kind of an umbrella under community it first? Is. It's really an umbrella under community first, which is okay. our other than what we soon be the flood professor, which is finishing up some trademark stuff on it. So you're still acting as agency owner, as an insurance agent and a flood expert, and you've done talks all over the country at different associations, yep. and you even talked to legislators you've been all over the place i am and our team kind of handles the day-to-day -day. uh we've got a really good commercial person actually came over from all state back in february that's just taken off and yeah. we just hired a residential person literally that just started two days ago uh but i've been good friends with them for about four years i've been teaching them video so they come into the organization knowing exactly how we use video every day how we're using story brand and all these different things so it's a very smooth transition because when we bring someone into the organization it's not usually someone who was just introduced to the brand She's just someone we've been working with for a few years, either mentoring or have just built a, a affinity relationship with them. And maybe something happens where they're at and they're ready to come on board. So when they come on board, they know the culture. They can come in here and hit the ground running. So was that part of your strategy for hiring? That like is. I learned, these that relationships? Was, uh, I learned that from uh, David Carruthers. Yeah. I know he had talked about that on my show not too long He's ago. Like, well, not everybody's right for the organization, but when they do come in, bam. They're ready. Yeah, that's awesome. So that was intentional on your part to be able to build a relationship before you bring them. That's pretty smart. Um, and I can go back to that pool when we're ready to hire somebody and I can hire from what I call a pool of raving fans. Yep. 
There you go. And you could also get some of those people that you hire to refer you other people, I'm sure. Yep. Yeah. And a lot of time they are like, look, hey, my friend just lost their job here. So they enter the pool. Maybe we start talking to them and teaching them some of things. And maybe a year later, we have them ready to come on board. Yeah, dude, that's solid. So one of the things I didn't I didn't ask you about, I just, just thought about, okay, so the last couple of times you've been on, you had this running you know, uh, video thing, like every day you were doing videos. When you got sick personally, did that interrupt that? However many because I was batching, but I did stop the everyday videos. I'd say maybe six months ago, I ended up stopping them at 1500. Yeah. I'll shoot video every day. I'm just posting them usually Monday through Friday. Right. But I mean, like you're still like, so you're streaking it at 1500, but yeah, yeah you're yeah. still utilizing video a lot. I see I it a lot. Now, you know, like all these other things, I shot all these videos for five and a half years. That's awesome. The problem is I yeah. sucked. I didn't have a strategy in all this. And that's what one thing my coaches are helping me. Hey, let's go back and reverse engineer this strategy now. You've got all this content. You can blow the competition out of the water. We just have to connect the dots. And that's what they're helping me with sitemaps on our website. If they view this blog, what landing page are they going to? Connecting all these things, using these new tools like Neuron Content Writer, of maximizing our content when we write an article for a certain area, looking at what our competition's doing, because we destroy the competition on content because we produce so much of over five and a half years. Now the question is, how do we improve that content? Which is what I'm working on every night. So your SEO has got to be through the roof most days. Uh, no, right now it's not. I mean, like last month we had about 10,000 visitors on our website because I had one blog we had almost 4,000 views on last month. Wow. And so through the roof when we get done with our data scientist, because he even shows us, hey, where on the page are you losing the customer? What on the bottom of the page do we need to move to the top? What on the top of the page do we need to move to the bottom? Wow. And I go to our story brand copywriter and say, all right, let's work on our messaging here because this is where we're losing them. Okay, so talk to me about a couple of things. I'll start with, uh, you, you mentioned reverse engineering. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and that, I find that interesting that your coaches have talked to you about reverse engineering. And so what do you mean by that? What does that mean to you? And how are you using that in this market? All right, let's just say this, for example, because we're talking to insurance agents more than likely here. Hey, I need 500 leads a month. All right, how do I get the 500 leads a month? That's roughly 125 leads a week. Where are those leads coming from? All right, now let's look at the sources. Let's just say, for example, you know, we want 150 leads from insurance agents. All right, let's start there. Yeah. How are we getting 150 leads from insurance agents? What activities are we doing? When a lead yeah. comes in, what does that process look like? From the time they fill out a form, immediately a team member's calling them, all the way to the time that maybe a policy is issued or it's not issued. What does that process look like so that we can perfect that process so much that it's such a smooth process for them? That's part of the reverse engineering. All right, we need 150 leads from these other insurance agents, maybe captives, independents, whatever. How are we helping them solve the problem in their business? Now, how are we going to them and marketing the right way to get those leads? Oh, wow. Okay, so just I tell them, I said, look, you're focusing too much on the big number. I said, the number's there. It's my job to go and create the process to get us there. I just need you following that process. And so it's a mindset shift for them in a lot of ways. And so has that been difficult, you know, to communicate that? I mean, not that your team's not receiving well, I would it. Say but... Because I've only had one licensed person with me that yeah. she's seen the different things. For example, yeah. when my copywriter 
writes the new page for a certain audience. I send it to her. I get her input. I get her input on all these different things as we go through them. Just like I do, like I have a pool. Like So if I'm creating a page for real estate agents, I'll take 10 real estate agents, send them the page with a copy and say, hey, what do you think? They'll come back to me with their feedback. And I go back to my copywriter and say, all right, here's the feedback we're getting from the test audience. And then we'll adjust it based on that. I do that for insurance agents. I do that for loan officers. Uh, I'll do that for real estate investors. So that way, when we put the information on our website, we have really listened to that audience and we're speaking to that audience. And so when the leads come in, it's so easy because they're coming in and we know they're the right lead because we're speaking the right message to them. Yeah. So you, you mentioned your commercial person said, look, 500 leads. I said, here's the problem. You got a lot of tire kickers right now. How do we remove a lot of those tire kickers and how do we focus on the right leads? Yeah, 100%. Because in a hard market, everyone's getting a rate increase. You it know, is. It's not just your agent or your clients. And it's not just your neighbor's clients down the road. Every agency in America or in the in the world probably, but for sure in, a, in the country are taking rate increases of some sort. And people think so, we don't have to deal with that until I tell them that we have a 50% non-renewal rate. Yeah. It's your rates might be going up, but literally one out of every two of our customers is actually getting non-renewed and we have to find another option for them. Yeah. So you're having to get creative. You're having to shop. You're having to look other places. What does that mean for you at Community First as far as like, do you have to take on new markets? Have you had to take on well, new we're always taking, We're always taking on new markets um, because of the relationships we build. So what we try to do though, hey, we've got this particular audience we can do well with. Now let's go find an option for them. We'll go to Lloyd's and say, look, here's the audience we're serving. Here's where we think it can be profitable. And here's how it fills a gap and everything. Yeah, we can build a market for it. We can. Well, we recently did that with some loss of use and business, interrup business interruption coverage with a particular Lloyd's of London syndicate. And it's worked out really well where we've been able to write a lot of apartment buildings with them across the country, helping the independent and the captive agents. What people don't know, State Farm is actually pretty competitive on apartment buildings. And so we've worked actually with a lot of State Farm agents on helping their clients on the flood side with these apartment buildings. Oh, that's really I'm cool. I'm not talking like a $5 million apartment building. I'm talking like $30 million. Yeah, big yeah, ones. Big ones. Wow. I had no idea until a State Farm agent brought it to us that they were competitive in those kind of things. So now- Right, we, I wouldn't have either. Hey, you're competitive here. How do we get you more customers like this? Oh, wow. So now you're actually somewhat helping them, you know, and we are scratching each other's back in that area. And that's our whole goal. It's like, look, our goal is to help you with a flood so that you have a customer for life and we can keep you in the President's Club. Oh, there you go. I like that. Um, let me okay, let me ask you, you've, you've brought up, you know, several things I want to get to, reverse engineering and story brand. Mm -hmm. So I want to ask you a question, combining both of those methods and whatnot, let's say I've got, uh, I've got a lot of insurance agents listening to this from both personal and commercial lines. And you focus most on commercial probably in, in some of yours, but let's say somebody was, you know, to do a call and ask you a question of how could I use story brand and reverse engineering to get an additional hundred leads a month in personal lines? So story brand has to do more with the messaging. Yeah. And so, so installing that messaging is very important. You know, right now, I mean, look, my, my copyrighted coach cost me almost $400 an hour. And everybody laughs at me and said, look, the problem is you have an expense mindset, not an investment mindset. Yeah. Yeah. If I spend $400 with her and she helps me write an entire email campaign, she just helped him build a foundation. Guess what I can go do with that email campaign? I can go back and tweak it now and build an entire sales funnel with it. You know, when I tell people that our SEO scientist cost me almost two grand for Google My Business, but yes, it cost me two grand, but look how it's making 10 grand. 
Yeah. And I think that's the problem we have as agency owners. We always want to be cheap. We don't want to invest. We just think of things as an expense, just like our team members sometimes. Oh, look what my payroll is. What is your payroll either making you or allowing you to do every day? Yeah. That's what you have to think. So that's, but more in store, Brent has to do with the messaging of clarifying the message and simplifying the message. Actually, I even have the uh, four of his books over here. Uh, you know, marketing made simple, business made simple by him. He's released a new one called Flight School, which I think is huge for insurance agency owners. And it's basically right. how to grow a small business. He goes through things like cash flow. Hey, how many bank accounts should I have? A very oh wow. Stuff. Hey, I need to pay myself profit first because the end of the month, something's going to happen to the money. Yeah. You know, I have a tax account. Working on marketing, you know, he calls it the airplane where you've got your marketing, your sales, your cash flow. And that's where a lot of these agency owners, I feel like they get in trouble. We're awesome agency owners or maybe salespeople. We're terrible business owners. Like Jason Cassie even talks about that. Like we just don't get the training. Yeah. That's also where really where Story Brand helps a lot is with that training of how to grow a small business. Like, you know, who should be running my company? Should I have a CFO or, you know, a CMO, whatever? And if I do have that person running it, what should I be looking for in that role? And that's a lot of the stuff that he teaches as well. But it's a lot about clarifying the message, giving the customer three simple steps. Hey, you know, if you want to put the solution in place, here are the three simple steps to do it. Now, what we like to focus on is the third step usually is get back to living life and break it down to two steps. Oh, wow. And so, you know, we, you talk about that story, Brent. Now, if you were to give advice on reverse engineering to get those hundred new leads where for personal lines, I know you're not necessarily a big personal lines agency. Actually, I mean, that's where a lot of our business still comes from. Okay. So what advice would you give on reverse engineering to help get someone to more leads and personal lines? Where right, would so you start let's there? They, let's just say they want a hundred leads. So okay, let's walk through this. 25 more leads per week. That right. breaks down to about seven leads a day. All right, where do I want those leads to come from? Do I want to come from loan officers? Do I come from real estate agents? Do I want them to come from social media? All right, let's just break it up. Hey, two, two, two. Hey, I need two leads here from social media. Okay, what are you doing every day to get those two leads? What does that process look like? Are you posting shorts? Are you posting on TikTok? Yeah. Are you messaging and reaching out to people or is your team? What does maybe that 30 minutes to an hour on social media look like every day? Yeah. How can you test that process after 90 days and say, look, I need to improve it. This is what's doing well. Because I have a 90-day rule, and that is you don't touch anything for 90 days. Okay. But I tell people, if our business is slow today, it's because I did not do my job 90 days ago. Okay, okay. Business is slower now because I was out sick a lot up to 90 days ago. But what I tell them, I said, that's what I'm focusing on today. As the agency owner, as the face of the company of you know, what I can do today to make sure the next 90 days looks really good for our team. Uh, because we cut commissions out about four years ago for our organization. So we don't pay commissions anymore. We just give them a base salary and they get a portion of all company revenue. So as the company grows, so does their paychecks. Oh, that's awesome. And then if we hit certain levels, they're still getting bonuses and all, things like that. Just like wow. when our VA team, if our VA team is writing blogs and our website inc traffic increases 10%, they're getting a 10% bonus on their base pay. What's that do for your culture? Oh, they love it. Because now they're so excited, not just about working for the organization, representing the organization. If, look, the readers are really reading this. We need to give them more information like this. So they really pay attention to the they numbers do. and the analytics, and they've got a buy-in almost. They do. That's a really cool way of doing things. And, you know, that's a big, you know, question. But I think. We also don't have individual sales goals. Instead, we yeah. have, so for example, adding this OT member, hey, we need to write $150,000 a month. Uh, I'm not saying you need to write 150000 over here. We need to write it as an organization. So let's reverse engineer that. That breaks down to about $50,000 per employee. 
How are we going to get to that $50,000 per employee? How many leads do you need to handle over here? How many leads do you need to handle over here? What does the process look like? Of course, commercial pays out higher premiums. So maybe you need less commercial leads. But what do I need to take out of your hands as you're going through these leads that are you being wasting your time with simple coverage changes, mortgage changes, whatever, where you don't have time to have those conversations? So those are the things that I'm focusing on. How do I take those team, things out of my team? How do I reassign those to the, our VA team who the things are getting processed right away? You know, what does the hours look like for a VA team? Do we need to extend them a couple hours? Do we need to delay them a couple of hours coming in? Like, where is the struggle coming with our licensed people? And that's really what I obsess over right now is how do I take that out of their hands? Because I want my licensed people building emotional connections with our referral partners and our customers. We're at a mid-row ad, ladies and gentlemen. And I want to talk to you about my good friends over at Manscaped. And Manscaped has a new product that I can't wait to talk to you about. And it's called the Handyman. When you're on the go, a touch up away from home should be quick, should be convenient, could be, should be, and can be mess-free. That's why Manscaped created the travel-friendly compact electric face shaver. The handyman is desired uh, to help you have the look you want without the mess of traditional shaving. And, you know, it's got the dual action blade with hybrid long hair leveler. Uh, it's got the foil shaver blades, quick charging, lie-on battery for 60 minutes of runtime, five-minute quick charge option, it's got the the battery level indicator. So again, instead of just running out halfway through your face, it'll let you know when it's going to run out. It's mess-free magnetic, so it doesn't have face hair running around on your sinks and on the, your shirt or whatever. It's magnetic. It's got the blade cover. It is um, compact for easy travel. I mean, this thing is legit awesome. I can't wait for them to send it to me or for me to just go out and buy it myself because it is that that good. So again... Whether you've got a spur-of-the-moment meeting overnight or you've got some friend's friend's destination wedding you got to go to that they've asked you to be a groomsman at the last minute, uh, the handyman packs light, trims with ease, is mess-free, magnetic protective cover, the whole nine. Go to manscaped.com. Scroll down to the bottom when you check out. Make sure you do this now. It's very important. Get 20% off plus free shipping by using the code MAYOR. M-A-Y-O-R, and you get 20% off plus free shipping. How cool is that? You do not want to miss out on that. Also, ladies and gentlemen, i got to talk to you about my good friends over at Old School Marketing. I, I love my good friends over there at Old School Marketing. They do a phenomenal job with direct mail marketing, but they also can help you with all kinds of marketing needs. And so uh, I, I want you to go to oldschoolmarketing.com. And check out the website, check out what they've got going on, because they do handwritten notes uh, in a way that you've never seen before. They handwrite the envelope, they handwrite the message on the inside, handwritten, plus they do the direct mail piece, greeting cards, the whole nine. You will not want to miss it. And you get 10% off to being a listener of my show. Uh, humans, not a font, but actual humans write every envelope. They do a handwritten greeting cards, uh, targeted business and consumer lists, find the right customers at the right time. In today's digital age, where most communication is done through email, social media, receiving a physical handwritten note looks like grandma sent it to you, and you're going to get your clients to open that every time. Go to oldschoolmarketing.com and type in uh, the code TOWN10, get 10% off. 
Uh, Rusty Dykus is the CEO and founder. You could probably ask him to talk to him about it, or you can talk to one of the staff members there. Uh, they focus on helping you make your company um, or take your company to the next level. Phenomenal. Go to oldschoolmarketing.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Wow. Yeah, I like that. That's good. Uh, it almost goes to me. I, I don't know if you're. So several months ago, there was a whole thing. Matthew McConaughey did this whole like motivational speaking yeah. thing. And he had all these speakers come in and I got really into it. I listened to the whole thing and blocked off a day for it. One of the guys that came on talked about developing their why. It wasn't the the guy who wrote the why book, but it was another guy who was talking about your why. And he was like, I go seven layers deep on that. And almost like same thing with your, almost like your how, but like, I mean, like it sounds like you're asking seven or eight layers deep there. Yeah, I am. And, but the other thing I'm telling them too is that, look, I have the thing too. There's two things in this world we can control, our attitude and our effort. We have what's called controllable variables. For example, we've had moratoriums because of hurricanes in the Gulf Coast and the Atlantic Coast. Oh, I can't close business because these are moratoriums. That yeah. is not a controllable variable. Do not beat yourself up because we may not hit our numbers because of that. That is something that's out of your control. Something else I've looked at too. Yeah, yes, we want to sell $150,000 in premium each month. But What's always kind of driven me a little nuts on insurance and how you pay people. They don't have any control over the premium. All they're doing is put in a system. So it's very hard for them to go and get a client. Yeah. Oh, I can go and get this client because I'm going to make this. No, you don't know that. So yeah. you put in a system. So instead, why don't we just focus maybe on a policy account? Oh, I need to talk to this many customers, close this. Yeah, our average premium is about this. But if I do this, the numbers are going to take care of themselves. That's why I tell people, don't focus on the results. Focus on the process. I promise you the result results will be there. And two months ago, we had one of our best months in company history. And they're like, why? I said, because we followed the process. Yeah. The fundamentals, the process, the blocking and tackling. Uh, one of the, the things I talked over our team about, hey, they sent an email to refer report. Hey, just wanted to follow up on you from that quote last week. I said, I think I threw up in my mouth when you said that. I said, that could have been automated. There is no emotional connection there. Instead, yeah. Focus on maybe the problem that particular referral partner or customer was having. Hey, this is the problem you told me you were having. This is the solution we discussed. I know there's simple steps to put in place, but as you're going through this, here's an ebook that our team wrote to help you through this process. Yeah. If you're getting quotes from other people, then here are five questions to ask them as you're going through this process. I said, that's value. Saying I wanted to follow it, no value at all. 100%, bro. That that's why our VA team literally writes an ebook for every situation, pricing, yeah, claims, yeah. whatever we can do to put it in the customer's hands. And it's yeah. also where our email list is growing like crazy right, right now. On an ebook we wrote six months ago called What to Ask Before Purchasing Flood Insurance. Wow. And, and that's getting that kind of traction. But again, I think it goes back to getting creative because not a whole lot of your competition is writing ebooks. No, but they should be. They should be, sure. Not just our competition in general. Like, look in this market. Why is someone not writing an ebook about the way renewals are going up? What should I expect? Yeah. And sending that ebook out six months before renewal. And I think they're yeah. so scared of losing the customer. But look, you're educating the customer. I think the customer is really going to appreciate that way more than you realize. Yeah, I will say. So I wrote my first ebook. I just finished it yesterday uh, for Vertifor. And it took me about a week. What? How long was it? 21 pages. All right. So most of my ebooks are two pages or less. There you go. Mine was 21, but now they'll probably cut some stuff out of it and they'll probably do some stuff just because, you know, but I just, 
I, I got to go and just wrote and um but again once they get to it it probably won't or they'll break it up into two or three different books but the point being it took me about a week it probably for two or three pages it probably took you less than a, a day but I'm saying people that are out there thinking I can't do an ebook yeah you can it doesn't take that long you know I can't record 1500 videos yeah you can and you're proof of that. You've talked about this on it's just showing up every day to work, yep. doing the work and getting after it. There's so many things. I just go to our VA who used to be a school teacher and say, look, I want an ebook, and here's the four subjects I want to cover. And he usually has it written for me in a couple of hours. Right? And he his brain who is really good on design that we use part time and ha has her design it. And boom, it's ready to go. As in, and then it's downloadable for a, a PDF on our website. Yeah, and so the flood risk assessment tool. We were asking four simple questions, but customers weren't really sure what was happening there. So we're working with our copywriter, we're working with our designer on the flood risk assessment. How do we know the customer? You know what we're asking the customer exactly what to do, getting the right information, and just making this a smooth process about when they submit their information to us. What exactly are they getting in exchange? Yeah, I one of the things that I want the audience, I want, it's going to be redundant for a minute, probably it could be anyway, but I want the audience to hear you say, because you've said it throughout the podcast, your copywriter, your coaches, your mentors, your this, your that, the people that you're paying to help you, VAs you've brought up. Is it truly just about, you know, you got to spend money to make money and focusing on the future there? Is that truly what's simply about? Or is it another philosophy for you? Here's what was really hard for me. I don't care how good you think you are at something, you need a coach. Yeah. No matter what it is, uh, look at Michael Jordan. How long he had coaches? Look at all these professional athletes. Yeah, you need yeah, Tiger Woods had a swing coach. They all you. They get better, but also you know these coaches are really good at certain things. You're not. Yeah, like copywriter. Look, I suck at writing emails, and she helps me a lot with that. She writes a lot of them for us, but then she helps me build a foundation where I could go and tweak some things. She yeah. does coaching sessions with our team. So our commercial person, she may only foc uh, focus on things with story brand that relate to commercial flood insurance and addressing those problems. Residential, she may only focus on residential and focusing yeah. on helping people solve those problems. So she's focusing on our, helping our team solve our clients' problems every day. Yeah, I, I just, I want the audience to hear you, you know, talk about that. That was really because... hard for me too. I was cheap for four years, looked at everything as an expense. And then I started looking at it as an investment. Yeah, that's a huge – I love that you say it that way. I'm glad you said it again that way because I wanted you to because it is investment. And if you're not investing in your people, investing in your agency, investing in your clients, investing in what you're doing, then what are you doing it for? I mean, if you don't believe in it that much to do that – and again, if you're cheap, and just like when you go – and I, I, my kids make fun of me a lot because I go to the grocery store. You know, I do all the grocery shopping, and I'll come home with the off-brand macaroni sometimes like, Dad – it doesn't taste as good as craft. And I'm like, but it's like $4 cheaper than the damn craft. And they get mad at me. It's the same thing. You get what you pay for. And if you're here's not willing to complain, this, well, here's what I want to explain here. Growth is uncomfortable. And I want to give you a story uh, that I did on Facebook live today. My daughter had a softball game last night. I've been trying to get her to use another bat for a year now. Fights me yeah. every time. Yeah. In the batting cage, she uses the original bat. She comes out of the batting cage. I actually take her, take her away from her until she don't have a choice. She got to use the bigger bat. I mean, this thing's a lot heavier for her. Yeah. At the bat, last night's game, she ends the game with five hits. Wow. Was that extremely hard for her to swing? Yes. She had to choke up. She had to adjust. That's what growth is about. It's making us better. Yes, it's going to hurt a little bit. We're going to grow into these things. But we're not going to do that unless we really step up and want to grow. Heck, I've been spending three hours a night on our YouTube channel. But guess what? We got 80,000 views in five years, and we've had 10,000 views in 10 days. 
That's incredible. Um, and so those are the things, you know, you've got to put in the time and the effort if you want to see it or hire somebody who does want to put in the time and effort and step away and say, look, I'm just going to be the face of the organization. I'm going to let y'all go with it. Yeah. And I think the other thing that I think is fantastic to hear about your story, uh, it is, and I may you know know it more than some of the audience, but knowing your background and coming from you know, learning disabilities and having some issues there growing up and you've had some health issues you brought up on the show here. You've had plenty of things. You could have just said, you know what? Screw it. I'm done. Like you, you've had many a moment you could have given up and you haven't. That's inspirational alone right there that you did not quit. You didn't give up. You believe in what you're doing. You love what you're doing. You love the people you've hired, the, the VAs, the clients, the realtors. They said, look, just go ahead and sell the company. You can sell for this right now. I'm not yeah. interested. Like, that's not, I said, I enjoy the flood side. I enjoy the marketing side and the way that we develop and facing yeah. these challenges. Like this customer I just helped the other day who had a negative six on an elevation and being able to show her how fast it was going to take water to enter her property as she made a decision about property. I said, those are the kind of things I still enjoy doing every day and teaching our team how to help people understand those situations. Yeah, dude. I, I just... I love that. I love following you. Uh, if you don't follow, look this. Uh, look Chris Green up. Look the flood insurance guru up. Find you know and that is trademark now, and it is registered and everything. There you go. That's awesome. That's another uh, story for another day. So talk to me a little bit. I know you said uh, off air you talked to me about revamping a little bit, but you're doing some revamping on the um, the education part of what you're doing. So talk to me a little bit about that. So we've had this big learning center for. Uh, Gosh, about five years now. Yeah. As we, well, the learning center's probably been there about two years. And um, what we've done is we've built this huge learning center. We had 5,000 pieces of information there. We had it filtered by a real estate agent, loan officer, all that stuff. That was great. What we discovered, though, it was really hard for people to search for information. So instead, what we're doing is we do a choose your own adventure on our website. Then what we're doing is, hey, if you're an insurance agent, if you're a real estate agent, you actually have a learning center that is built just for you, where you can find the information you need in five minutes or less is a goal. And so uh, that all came from just, again, market research or paying attention to the numbers, being involved in that, keeping your finger on the pulse of the stats, listening to your clients. Yes. And just like listen to it. Like, look, here's and we actually did. I actually went to a real estate mastermind Facebook group and said, what would you like to see here? Yeah. What are the issues you're facing every day? And what we did is we took those things and we answered all those questions in the learning center. You know, we would do the same thing for insurance agents. Same, I'm doing the same thing for loan officers right now. You know, what are the challenges you're facing that you wish you could have the answer to in five minutes or less? And that go back to your philosophies that you've read about on they ask you answer. It is. You know, that's why we're combining they ask you answer with story brand and bring those two worlds together. Yeah. Just like our pricing page is still our number one page on our website, even though we don't technically talk about the price of insurance at all. We just talk about what drives the price, residential, commercial. What are some factors maybe I can control as a consumer? What are some things I can't control and I just need to accept? Yeah. And so for you and for your team, once you ask the question and once they come back to you with whatever you know they feel like their problem is, where do you go for the solutions? Do you go into like your own you know, vault of information up here in your head, or do you go to Google or do you go to a library or do you make some phone calls to people or just kind of a mix of all of it? I do a mix of all of it. I go to answer the public.com, put the question in, say who's, you know, what do you, what are people asking Google? Yeah. I love that. 
Yeah. Um, I go to some other, you know, like SimRush and these things. Hey, what's ranking on Google right now? What are questions yeah. people are asking in these areas? Yeah, I like that. And I think those are good tools for people to hear because, you know, that's a great way. He's said it several times to solve the problems, you know, figure out what the the need is and, find, and provide a solution, provide value. And that's the biggest thing that Chris Green, you know, I think of you, I think what you're doing value is underlined a million times, you know, because that's what you want to provide. You don't want to just be the, the cheapest price. Or Here's what I cheapest. tell people. I tell people we are an educational organization that owns a flood insurance agency. We provide coverage for now and education for the future. Yeah. So um, that's actually my new tagline. And my new logo was and my copywriter joked with me. She says, you came up with that. I feel like I need to send you a check. I said, well, I'll take $400 because that's about an hour of your, worth of your time. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, so are you still working with independent agents? Yeah, we still work with them a lot. It seems so like what, a lot of gone from growth mode to defense mode. So, hey, yeah. agents, how do we get you back into growth mode? Because we know you want to grow. Yeah. Um, as you're defending on these all these renewals, I know some people that look, hey, we haven't grown at all this year in new business. Well, uh, how do we help you with that? Because, you know, yeah, these renewal premiums are going up, but what, what happens when some of those referral sources go away? Because you're not out there actively being in front of them. How do we be a resource? How do we give your customers a flood risk assessment tool on your website that shows them right away, hey, I'm looking to buy this property. Maybe I should avoid this property. Yeah. And that's actually why on the referral link, we built for our referral partners. We actually have that flood risk assessment tool built in it. It tells them, hey, what flood zone I'm in? Is flood insurance required? How close to water or floodway am I? What's my estimated premium? And what are the chances of my property flooding from zero to 100? That, that's some solid resource to use there. It so, is. Yeah. And like we've been looking with companies like Hazard Hub. Uh, our development team yeah. in the UK, I meet with them every Friday morning as we go through all this different data and say, all right, we need to display this to the customer. You know, we need to tell the customer that their replacement cost is off. Hey, you're wanting to insure for this, but you need to insure for this. What happens if you don't? Yeah. And we show them that on our new uh, video proposal system. That's awesome. That we're also building the story brand that we actually hired the story brand coaches to come in and actually rebuild proposals made simple. Where yeah. they're changing the layout of all of our insurance proposals. Where each proposal, if it's for a new home closing, the problem we're helping them solving is getting through that closing. If if it, if it has to do more with a renewal, maybe it does have to do more pricing and coverages. But each audience has their own proposal, and our team is sending that out and speaking just to that audience, just like in the learning center, just like on a choose your own adventure, is that we will speak to each audience uniquely. Yeah, dude. Um, so. If there's agents right now that are listening to this, which there's going to be thousands, uh, how could they get in touch if they wanted to? Like, is there a way they can? Is there a website you want to send them to? Is there yeah, a you just go to floodinsuranceguru.com is our okay. website. Find it on LinkedIn, um, YouTube, same thing. Also, um, Facebook, Flood Insurance Guru. You can give us a call, yeah. 5451-4294, or just email flood at floodinsuranceguru.com. Especially with StoryBrand, I joke with people, I say, look, one day I may become a StoryBrand coach, not just for insurance, yeah. but actually for real estate agents and loan officers, because that's the people that a lot of the audiences were serving anyway. Yeah. And you're doing such a good job of it. I think it's super important. And I, I t you know, everybody cares when you can do a content creation course on video. I said, I'm maybe in the yeah. next few years. Like, I just haven't had time to do it. But like, hey, where do I start? You know, with video, what equipment should I have? What resources or questions should I be answering? I, I tell them to take actually something that I recently learned, which is called the ask simple, stupid question method. And what I mean right. by that is, for example, one of the videos I just shot that will actually probably do very well is what is flood insurance? 
you know, we assume that people know what is auto insurance? What does it actually cover? Yeah. It's called the curse of knowledge. We're jumping over things because we assume people know them. But guess what? Nobody's answering that question on Google. Yeah. 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 Or like we take that YouTube video and then I turn it into at least you two YouTube shorts every day. And that's how we're consistently growing with it. Yeah, or it's like those insurance agents use a lot of acronyms in their prospecting, and they're out talking to people. and Or in their title. What the heck yeah. does CRM, CIM? No one knows what that means. And not to be mean, but customers don't care. They just care how you can help them solve the problem. Yep. You brought up, talking about marketing for a minute, what the heck is a neuron content writer? It helps you write your articles. It sees where your competition is ranking. It's telling you, hey, these are the key terms you should be using this type. Here's what you should be using in your headings. Here's what you should be using in your titles. Then you could go to what something like a koala if you wanted to, which actually writes the article in AI. Now, I don't take the article and just copy and paste it. What I do is I do I do take the article and copy and paste it in a neuron, and I use it as a uh, guardrail. Yeah. Hey, hey, here's the structure. We're going to remove about 40% of it, but this gives me the guardrails to stay in for this article. And then I start adjusting it. Um, I add a lot of things. Like if I'm talking about Huntsville, Alabama, I'm actually researching the suburbs for all of Huntsville. And I'm addressing those issues in the article. AI is yeah. not doing that. Yeah. And that's a lot. And then, you know, our average competition probably ranks in the 40s. And most of our articles are in the 80s. Okay. There you go. Um, that's something I'm focusing on every night now. I So if we really want to hit the Birmingham market, we need to produce at least four articles a month for Birmingham. If it's Huntsville, whatever. And instead of focusing on nationally, we're focused on in a couple states we do very well in. Focus on those states and then work our way out. Maybe getting a local office in regards to Google My Business, where it connects correctly, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you talk about, you know, you're all, you're all over. You mentioned Alabama, but you're all over the country. Um, speaking of Alabama, it was nice seeing them lose the other day. Uh, it was, and especially when Auburn went after that, it made it even better. There you go. Is that why you got that color jacket? It's almost Auburn color. A little no, bit. this is pink. Your your glasses used to need to. Yeah, I need to adjust. Okay. <laughs> maybe it's just the lighting. Um, and maybe I just think of it that way because I think of Auburn as a cupcake. So maybe I just think of, of pink when I think of Auburn. <laughs> yeah, I uh, yeah, it was good to see. Um, it's always, I mean, to get yeah, out I of here. Agents all the time, and they laughed at me. They said, what can I do right now to increase business? And I said, answer the phone. I'm like, you know, stop being a jerk. And I'm like, look, I'm serious. Think about it. Let's take our phones and reverse engineer them. Are you calling back every voice, uh, missed call? Probably not. Guess what happened when we did it? We increased our sales by 25%. People don't want to leave a message. Yeah. To talk to they're hanging up and they're calling somebody who's actually going to answer the phone. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, whoever. Just have someone answer the phones, answering service, whatever. They want to talk to a human. So you reverse engineering everything. Phone calls. Every Boy. single process inside of our organization. You have gone through a process the of reverse engineering. Form comes in. What happens on that form? How quick can someone get on the phone and just connect with the customer, let them know exactly what's happening next? Even though they're getting a video and an email from us, hey, not I don't want a text going out to them. I want a phone call going on. They, they're like, oh wow, you're the first company that's called me back. The other one has taken five days and they haven't called me back. So, and the other thing is, hey, look, now we can pre-qualify the lead on the phone as well. You had a conversation. Yeah. You know what their problems are, even though they filled on the phone. Put those problems in the notes. We can add that into the proposal that goes out to them to really make sure we're addressing that problem. That's fantastic. Um, wow. So I appreciate you uh, hanging out with us today. It looks like you've got some stuff, you know, that's come up and some emergencies going on. And I'm I know it's the world of Chris Green. On, uh, Tuesdays, but. 
Yeah, I imagine that's just the world of Chris Green. But I'm glad you gave us, you know, some time in your day today to visit with us and talk to us about this. I think this is much needed in this hard market, talking about reverse engineering, story brand, answering the phone, dadgummit, you know, just. Well, everybody talks about, oh, this market's so hard. Look, this is when agencies are made. Yes. We've for the last five years. We've been able to be lazy. Guess what? We can't be lazy anymore. We got to be smart with our marketing. We got to be smart with every process. But the ones who are, are the ones who are going to do very well in this market. Yeah, I completely agree. So I appreciate you giving us time to talk to us about this. I think this is perfect timing. Uh, thank you so much for everything. Thank you for being a friend to me. Thanks for being a friend of the show. Thank you for just everything, man. You're a good dude, man. And I, I love being a part of uh, your life and you being a part of my life. Thank you so much, man. Thanks for having me, uh, Heath. I appreciate it. Yeah, dude, for sure. Thank you guys so much. I'm so glad you hung out with me and Chris. Chris is such a, a great guest and he always has been. I'm so glad to have him as uh, a guest on the show today. I've had him on four or five times just because he he's just a fascinating human being. And he's always got something going on and he's always got something to say. And every time I text him or talk to him or call him, whether we're talking Razorbacks and Auburn or we're talking flood insurance or just insurance in general or about the Bible or whatever, he's always teaching me something. And so I appreciate that guy. I just do. Um, if you haven't met him, did you need to? He's one of the nicest guys in the business. And he knows what he's talking about when he talks about content creation. He did 1,500 videos in a row. The dude's awesome. Guys, uh, thank you for requesting him to come back again. Um if you have a, an idea for a guest, if you have an idea for a show subject, reach out to me, uh, Podcast.com. Go to my website. Uh, we've created a place where you can put in suggestions right there and connect straight to the mailbag, insurancetownpodcast.com. Tell your friends about the show. Subscribe to the show. Leave a, a five-star review. Help me out here. Uh, we are hitting some great numbers right now coming into the fall where I know it's going to pick back up again. Guys, make sure you do that for me. Um, I love you more than you ever know. I appreciate you. This show means the world to me. And I know it means so much to so many of you because you tell me about it. So thank you so much. Uh, so I'm trying to think of anything else. I think I've nailed it all. So check it out. Do it ask. If you don't mind, I would love to have more people listening and reach more. And uh, I will hang out with you again next week.